to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Hey, sisters, you thought I was going to miss that, didn't you? I did. You I know. Type and texting away on your phone. I I'm, was like, she's going to miss it. <laughs> I'm multitasking. I'm saving lives while recording podcasts. How wow. do you like that? Just me. Me too. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> know this was okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm ending okay. my week of hospital service, and so I'm still getting questions from residents and my secret doctor texts, and I have to. I was just waiting for. It. I was looking at you when I was doing the intro, like Sydney, Sydney. Is, is she gonna mm-hmm. stop texting? Is she, she gonna can't? do it? It's amazing. And you never stopped, but you still said it, and I was like, what? That's that's why she's the doctor. <laughs> that's right. Can can I manage a cardiazim drip and an insulin drip and record a podcast? Yeah, I can. I don't Gosh. think you should, though. <laughs> <laughs> opinion. Just opinion. Oh, it's okay. It was, uh, there are lots of other doctors doing this, too. Okay. Recording that's podcasts? Co- that's no. comforting. <laughs> there are lots no. of other doctors, like, checking their emails and responding to tweets while, like, massaging their internal <laughs> organs. No. It's cool. This is what we do. How do you think all those phones <laughs> end up inside stomachs? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, we're a team. I'm a whole team. I, I had a whole team of doctors taking care of. I always tell the patients, you've got like eight brains thinking about you today, not Whoa. just one. That's a lot of brains. We're a whole team of doctors who are who are managing these patients together. They are not alone. Wow. Yeah, but you, you've got like one-tenth of each of those eight brains. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I became sisters i became very aware last time we were recording uh, which was yesterday which was yesterday <laughs> i had this weird out of body experience taylor i was listening to you talk and all of a sudden i thought is that me <laughs> <laughs> am i talking am i talking <laughs> but i what it wasn't it was you this immediately on the, the coattails of you discussing how responsible you are as a doctor is not comforting. <laughs> <laughs> we, so I don't, I didn't realize that I we sounded. I would not have paired those things together. <laughs> I didn't realize that we sounded as alike as I think we all do. And you were talking and I thought, gosh, it sounds like I'm talking, but I'm not talking. Whoa. Well, and I Whoa. was surprised. <laughs> I, we've, we got, I, I've never had that happen. I've never confused my voice that was not speaking with someone else. So I don't know. <laughs> and I've done most stupid things that there are to do. So I don't know. I'm a very creative person, Taylor. <laughs> That's all it is. I'm very creative. You, you found a whole new way to be like, what? No. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> We're uh, looking down at dude. Wayne's basement. That's not Wayne's basement. <laughs> do I, we need uh, to do something to differentiate our voices? Because we've gotten this tweet a lot that we're hard to tell uh, apart. Well. Which I've never thought before. I didn't think my voice sounded like your all's a lot. I guess a little bit, but I didn't think a lot. I don't like modulate the pitch of our voices or something yeah okay (laughs) when i go in to edit this i'll just like make yours super super low (laughs) i'll just leave taylor's because she's the middle sister and i'll Uh make mine super high (laughs) all right that works we're just gonna give you the 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 alvin the chipmunks treatment yeah i i have a hard time believing this just because of the small amount of time on the podcast that i feel like i'm not like screeching or doing a stupid accent or, or something. <laughs> like, I don't think my voice is leveled that often to like be comparative to anything. <laughs> I don't, I mean, maybe instead of the tone of our voice, we need to like 
should we like sign everything we say? That was Sydney. Like, like dad does yes. text messages? Yes. Like dad does text. This is, this is my opinion on this. Love, Taylor. <laughs> that was a great point you just made, sister. Love, Riley. <laughs> I think you both are right. We'll start this. Cheers, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, she's different. <laughs> People in academics love to sign things cheers. That's what, <laughs> I'll get emails from any of like my colleagues in academics. It's like, whatever, whatever. Cheers. So so, <laughs> they love that. Seem cool. Cheers. See, I get that in a lot of like like my like liquor rep emails, but that makes sense because we work in yeah. bars. What, what are you doctors doing? You're you're not cheers people. You're like salutations, <laughs> <laughs> greetings. I like it. I've seen some doctors who sign their notes like in the medical record sincerely, and I think that's really funny. <laughs> Like plan, we'll continue antibiotics, monitor, blah, 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 whatever. Sincerely, Dr. McElroy. <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever since I started college, I've gotten, like, I've emailed with professors, and most of them are very professional in their responses. Like, they sign them just like, Dr. So-and-so, Professor So-and-so. But I have this one professor who's, like, the cool professor who signs it the two lowercase initials of her first and last name uh-huh. with no other word. And I'm just like, whoa. It's italicized, and it's just the two lowercase letters of her first and last name. I like it. It's creative. It's d- see. It's d- creative. She's breaking that fourth wall, or saying eccentric. we're the same. <laughs> is that uh, is that how you sign things, really? No, I don't think so. <laughs> saying, uh, see, I'm I'm not like the other professors. I'm a cool I professor. Yeah, because c- only only lame people use uppercase letters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's an English professor. <laughs> is this like? Is she just a big fan of E. Cummings? Is that that what this is? That actually might that makes Maybe. that tracks. I mean, like that would make sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <That> would... <laughs> Man, I'm I'm killing it with the references to these past two. I got Bridget Jones. I got the E. e. Cummings good good joke. <laughs> On a roll. Good job, Taylor. <laughs> Cheers, Sydney. Obscure reference, Taylor is back. <laughs> For Mr. Guards, Taylor. Uh, sisters, I I want to ask you very a very important pressing question. Wait, sorry, who is asking me this? I'm going to ask you. This is Sydney. <laughs> Cheers, Sydney. I have a I have a vital question. Okay. Uh, and it is, what is your favorite holiday song? I mean, there's always the classic "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that was uh, that was a very predictable answer. But I think my actual favorite is "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," the Judy Garland version. Oh, really, really, very sad song. It is a sad song, but it's also just very chill. You know. It also, it's one of those song titles that if you read it the wrong way, sounds like a really rotten thing to say. That, but, like, imagine this, like, yelling <laughs> that at somebody. Have, Have yourself, yourself a merry little, little Christmas. That's good. I like that. That's, that's a lot of effort is. to put into an insult. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it sounds. You just, you just go. Go home and have yourself a merry little Christmas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do it. Cheers, Sydney. I think, I, I think you're right. Uh, Taylor, I, what's your pick? Uh, my favorite was, uh, it, it's by the waitresses. 
Christmas mm-hmm. wrapping? Yes. Because uh, it's like two-thirds bummer, like one part happy. Like, it's like <laughs> kind of like my Christmas, but I think I'll skip this one this year. It's like the chorus for a while. It's uh, an offbeat Christmas song. It's a, good it's a quirky, it's a good one. quirky Christmas song. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I I always I always liked Oh Holy Night, which is like, I always feel like that's like a another predictable answer. Boring. People like that. I know. <laughs> um, especially when like someone with like a like a an angelic sounding voice, like Charlotte Church or somebody, would sing it. Mm-hmm. The only Sounds problem like with ethereal. that song is inevitably it's going to prompt someone to do a Cartman in- imitation, and that's. No, that's not. That's that's (laughs) unfortunate. I also really like that song, the um, "Baby, Please Come Home." Oh, that is a good one. That was sad too, though. I'm watching it fall. That one. Like, is there like an? Yeah, those those (laughs) the lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) Not not the lyrics. Okay. Uh huh. To to like have a good Christmas song, does there have to be some element that? could maybe make you cry because i feel like a lot of these have in common like even like the the ultimate classic all i want for christmas is you it's still kind of like she doesn't have who she wants her christmas yet she doesn't have you you know (laughs) yeah she's willing to give up everything and not get anything but you yeah it's like i feel like it's like if you're in a great place it's gonna make you happy but if you're in a bummer at all a good christmas song has to just pull that out and just be like oh are you sad because you're gonna be sad I think that's true. I think that I think a lot of people enjoy those songs that are a little maudlin. I mean, you don't hear too yeah. many people who are like, "My favorite Christmas song is Have a Holly Jolly Christmas." Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Uh, Charlie's is the Twelve Days of Christmas, which is wild because it used to be my favorite. It was. I, that's a little kid thing. I think it's just thing. novel because it's like, or like, <laughs> like for Charlie, she had no idea what Lords of Leaping were. And it freaked her out. She was like, "What are lords of leaping? <laughs> what do they do? Where do you where do you find them? They're of leaping. Where is yeah. leaping? Lords of leaping. <laughs> I mean, it's still a pretty weird image now yeah. as an adult. I don't know if I like that, but see, I would qualify that as my least favorite Christmas song because once a small child starts singing it, the entire family is trapped for approximately thirty two hours. Mm-hmm. Is that yep, that's how long it takes yeah. to sing. It, it really is- feels like. Yeah. It really depends on how long Dad decides to stretch out the five golden rings every time. That, yeah. that that's, really that's, that's the true. rate limiting factor in that <laughs> song is is whatever Dad or probably Uncle is involved in the singing of this song is gonna stretch out that five golden rings as long as possible, and and there's just no telling. Yeah. Um, I was always my favorite because when I was younger, I was like, "Oh, this is fun. Everyone's singing together." And then as I got a tiny bit older, I was like. Everyone hates this. <laughs> Let's start singing the 12 days of I, Christmas. <laughs> I will still take it over the song. This is, by the way, we're moving to least favorites. I will still take it over simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Oh. Every time I hear that song, I want to scream. What, what do no, you not, I love you, Paul you McCartney, like but it? I just don't, I don't know. I find it, it's fine like that, that it's the chorus. I just find it very mm. annoying. Yeah. But he's simply having a wonderful Christmas I'm time. I'm glad he is. I want Paul McCartney to have a, a wonderful Christmas time. I do. Deep down in my heart. I don't <laughs> want to hear that song, though. <laughs> hmm. That's 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 on my least favorite list right there. Mm. Um, what, about you? what about you? I think Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer is my least favorite. <laughs> that, is, that is easily <laughs> the most violent Christmas song out there, I think. 
off the top of my head it's a like, pretty bad one i remember it's the a, first time pretty awful i was in like a walmart pressing all the hands and feet on those stuffed animals that move dressed in like santa hats that sing various christmas songs mm-hmm. and the first one started singing that song and i was like what whoa what <laughs> what are you why why are you why would you say that <laughs> that's yeah a, that, they even made like a cartoon out of that didn't they yeah Oh, I'm sure there was a movie. I think Grandma survived, though, right? Didn't, like, she pull through in the end? <laughs> I think in the song, it's not clear. I, in fact, I feel like the song suggests that perhaps that was the end of Grandma. <laughs> that is the, I don't, I don't, usually not, like... I think you're right. I think it does kind of suggest, like, by Grandma. I don't I don't think a, that a vital element of a Christmas song is a death by trampling, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, do you have a least favorite? Is that is it 12 Days of Christmas? Yeah, I mean, you you brought one up before that we were talking about that 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 darn hippopotamus for Christmas song that I don't uh, I don't understand. I it's just I don't want to hear that. I That's want not a, thing. a hippopotamus no. for Christmas. <laughs> That's a uh, I have a visceral reaction to that. I know. I don't. Yeah, that's a rough one. That is a rough yeah. song. And it comes on a lot. If you listen to like the various like Sirius XM holiday why channels, do you, why do you hate it so much? I just <laughs> the face did, you just wait. gave. <laughs> like <laughs> what? Like do, do I have? Why to would anyone myself? not? <laughs> did you hear it? When I just sang it? No, yeah. don't make her do it again. Don't make I her do it again. Hip- <laughs> <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Only a hippopotamus will do. <laughs> You seem to be enjoying it while you're singing it. I'm just, it comes on a lot. <laughs> I It really is the song. The only people I imagine when I hear that song and I think like, who would enjoy this song? For whatever reason, I think of the Trump boys. I think of Don, Don Jr. and Eric like walking around the White House in their pajamas yeah, footy with on Christmas with, Eve. On Christmas yeah. Eve, yeah, with all those with all those bloody Christmas trees that they've they've so um, beautifully adorned the White House with. I, I imagine them just like wandering around singing that. Yeah, Daddy, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> don't you? I don't know. There's Don Jr. It's and Eric's favorite Christmas song. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. it could be an SNL sketch. Yeah, I, I could see that. <laughs> But it's just like it's just that one line of chorus. No uh-huh. more lines. Just that on repeat. <laughs> that's the last thing you see before you die. I don't even know the other lines of that song. <laughs> I think that's all there is. If I'm going to the bad place, that's what it is. That is the, just, that is my bad that place. That is the bad place. <laughs> I think it's just the chorus filled with like violent wailing, and then back to the chorus. I think that's the song. I as I remember it. <laughs> uh. So. I think if we're going to have a conversation about Christmas songs and holiday songs in general, all the winter songs, because to be fair, like I was thinking about a lot of these songs we sing and listen to, and some of them don't necessarily reference a holiday. They're just yeah, kind of songs about the winter. Yeah. Uh, specifically, one that I think we have to discuss is Baby It's Cold Outside, which oh, the yes. first thing I will say, and there are many things that people like to say about the song. This is the time of year when we debate the song, the yeah. treasured time of year when we all talk about whether or not Baby It's Cold Outside should be played on the radio. And then it's February and everyone's like, everybody forgets we talked about that. Everybody oh, forgets the song so. exists. <laughs> yeah. Well, And then in the next year it comes up again. Um, the first thing I'll say about it is it is not in fact a christmas song it is not 
It's just it's, about it being cold. It's just about it being cold outside. This is not in its defense. I'm not defending the right. song. I'm saying, why Why is it affiliated with a holiday at all? Well, I... Go ahead, Riley. Give your thoughts <laughs> well, there. No. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. Why do we even have to have this debate around this time of year? Why here is, is it... what I thought you were going to say to finish that statement, that I was filling in the blank myself. You said, it is, in fact, not a good song. <laughs> Like, well, I think, I mean, I think you can make that case too. I just, I would start with the fact that it is not a Christmas song. That, like, you will listen to a radio station that is supposedly supposed to be playing Christmas music and they'll play Baby It's Cold Outside. And I would say, this is not a Christmas song. Yeah. Or any other holiday. Just a snow time song. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's cold. Yeah. But, I mean, but I mean, we don't really, like, it's not like we listen to, like, See, do we listen to a lot of seasonal music? Like, I, I feel like it gets lumped in with Christmas because there's Christmas music, and that's kind of a specific genre. It's not like we have like midfall music, like early spring, the songs <laughs> of early spring. It's not like we, you know, it's hard to separate. We it. we do have summer music. <clears throat> yeah, you do we have do summer have jams. Jimmy Buffett, he is summer music. Mm-hmm. I just Didn't don't think he make a Christmas album though. Yeah, Christmas Island. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, but I, I, that would be my first argument about this song, is that, first of all, it has no place in a holiday, because it is not about a holiday. It's just about the fact that it's cold. Yeah. Now, you have debated the quality already. Yeah. You do not enjoy it just from a melodic perspective. You do not enjoy the sound of it. Just Lyrics overall. aside, meaning yeah. aside, yeah. you do not enjoy the way it sounds. Not really. I don't. I, I see. I, I, I don't. I don't think it's that bad. I don't mind it melodically. I don't think but it's bad. I just don't enjoy it. Like there are plenty of other holiday songs. I agree. That with if that. someone said like list your top fifty holiday songs you want to listen to, it would probably be number fifty if on the list at all. Yeah. Just I, I would agree with that. It, I I would say it's not. I mean, part of it is just because of. All of the other things about it. It's definitely not a song I would put on a holiday playlist. No. Yeah. I, I think like the reason that it's so enduring is that for me, and I guess a lot of people must agree, is it? I think it is a very catchy song. It has a lot of things that I enjoy. I like I like a, a, a classic duet, you know? Like mm-hmm. Yeah. It yeah. usually has pretty talented voices that are, have sung it throughout the mm-hmm. years. Um I think that's what it took a while for us all to be like, oh, yeah, that holiday classic. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. What did he say? Wait, what did he say? What did <laughs> wait, he what, say? What did, she, what did she just say? What did it she took just us ask? like, what was it, what 30, is this 30, about? 30, 40 years? <laughs> <laughs> like, stop me like, ah, oh, just singing along. What is in this drink? No. Oh, no. <laughs> well, and I think, so that gets to the root of the problem with this song and the reason that every year, every year, this time Without of year, fail. we... <laughs> We put on our comfy sweaters, sit down on the couch with our hot cocoa or our, our eggnogs or our laptops and <laughs> argue about <laughs> baby it's cold outside with people on the internet. Um, <laughs> yes. that, that it <laughs> it is not acceptable in the way like the two characters in this song are interacting in yes. terms of a romantic, whatever their romantic interlude is, it, it is, is not acceptable. Not okay. Yes. Yes. Uh if you have not listened to the song, which 
I would be surprised. Hasn't ever. Yeah. I think every if you haven't heard it accidentally, you've probably heard the controversy about it and then sought it out so you yeah. can find out what what we're talking about. Because the, like it's I've, every year there's more articles about it, but like this typically female character is trying to leave uh typically a male character's house mm-hmm. uh because she's got to get home after they have presumably had a date of yeah. some sort some sort of social a hang evening together <laughs> <laughs> and uh he's trying to convince her not to leave because it's cold outside which sounds harmless until you get into some of the lyrics yeah uh specifically i think most disturbing when she says hey what's in this drink yeah yeah um, and I've seen a lot of debate, mostly recently, like this year over this, as to what that probably meant when it was originally written. That it, well, I don't want to assume anything about this song because, as I have stated, I just personally don't enjoy this song. So I'm not trying to defend this song, but that it probably didn't mean some form of uh, illegal substance. It probably mm-hmm. meant alcohol. Yeah. I mean, I think it's supposed to be a reference to like the drink is strong. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people say like, oh, at this time it was written, women weren't supposed to, you know, get tipsy or get buzzed. They Mm -hmm. were supposed to, you know, socially drink some alcohol and it wasn't acceptable for them to be, you know, incapacitated. Maybe he was giving her more alcohol to try to like loosen her up or something, get her to not want to leave. Exactly. Which isn't okay. No. Still. (laughs) No, I think, I I think however you want to, I don't think that... Whoever wrote the song intended for us to believe that he was slipping some sort of yeah, <laughs> no drug yeah. into her. I don't think that was the intention at all. I think it is supposed to mean right. that her drink is strong. And people keep defending it that way, saying, "Well, it was just alcohol," and it's like, "Well, okay, that's still not okay." Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, and if I he's mean, getting her drunk, that's just as bad. If she doesn't know that that's what's going in her drink, then that's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's like that. That's the lyric that a lot of people focus up, but it's still. Like, you know, she says, I ought to say no, no, no. And in response, he says, mind if I move closer. And she says, at, <laughs> at least I'm going to say I tried. And he says, what's the sense in hurting my pride? That's the, yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that up. That's the line that I find personally the grossest. Yeah. That's the one that really yeah. pushes my buttons personally. I'm not saying there aren't other problems. Right. I'm just saying that that's the line that I go, ugh, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't, ew. I know. Uh, it's, it's hard. There's a lot there. <laughs> There's yes. a lot in this song to there, unpack. Okay. There, there, <laughs> There's more to unpack, but before we do that, <laughs> let's check the group message. <laughs> like the worst Christmas present ever. <laughs> uh, um, go ahead. Go ahead, Riley. Start us off. Some sponsors to tell you about this week. And the first is Squarespace. And Squarespace is going to make it so you can create a beautiful website where you can sell products and services of all kinds, promote your physical or online business, announce an upcoming event or special project, and more. So say you want to make your own Christmas album, like (laughs) Jimmy Buffett, or maybe a fan page for Jimmy Buffett's Christmas, Christmas album. album. Yes, Squarespace, a fan page dedicated to it. Squarespace is going to let you do all of that by giving you beautiful customizable templates created by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online, maybe some t-shirts or some posters some saying, stickers, I love JB pens. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um Analytics that will help you go in real time, built-in search engine optimization, nothing to patch or upgrade ever, and 24-7 award-winning customer support. So you can make your website stand out with a beautiful website from Squarespace. 
And if you want to check out Squarespace, we have a special deal for you. Taylor, do you want to you want to tell everyone what that special deal is? Uh, all right. So to get you can go to uh, squarespace.com slash buffering and you can get a free trial. And then uh, when you're ready to launch your site, your your Jimmy Buffett Christmas both things fan page, <laughs> yep. uh, you, you can use the offer code buffering to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So that's squarespace.com slash buffering. Go check that out. Uh, we have another sponsor to tell you about this week, and that's StoryWorth. StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts. Now, if you're not familiar with StoryWorth, let me tell you how it works. It's really easy. You purchase a subscription for someone you love, and each week they'll send you an they'll send them an email with a question about their life. So it can be, you know, like a question for your loved one to answer about their childhood. You know, tell us about your first crush or about um, a sport you played in high school or the street you grew up on or your best friend or something like that. Uh, they simply reply to the email with their story or they can record it over the phone if that's easier. After a year, all these stories are collected and bound into a beautiful keepsake book. And this is a wonderful gift for the holidays for your loved one who likes to tell stories. And you can, you know, create a whole book out of all yeah. of their treasured family stories. Dad would so he dig would this. so love that. <laughs> yes. All those stories. Yes. Uh, that would also help Dad because then he wouldn't forget them. Yes. And we can <laughs> hold him to them. So we he, can't change them. Yeah, it's the facts. <laughs> so he can't make them more elaborate over time, as he is wont to do. So uh, it's a it's a really cool gift. Uh, like I said, I, I'm sure you have somebody like our dad in your family who would love this, um, and uh, and it's a great way to make sure that those those family stories don't you know you don't want to get lost. You can add, make sure you're asking, you're learning more about your loved ones, and then collecting those stories. So for twenty dollars off. Visit storyworth.com slash still buffering when you subscribe. Do that today. That's storyworth.com slash still buffering for $20 off. Go check that out too. Hey, everybody. Sydney here, as well as Taylor. Hello. And a special guest. Charlie. Charlie's here. Woo. That's right. Our, our baby sis, Riley, has taken the weekend off. For podcasting. <laughs> For podcasting. So Charlie is here in her place because we have a very special message. Special. Let me try that again. Special message. And so we needed a very special co-host to help send that message. Charlie, what do we want people to do? Raise money for the women's um, hospital, I think. That was yeah. pretty good. That's right. We want people to raise money for the Women's Health Center of West Virginia. Woohoo. And what will the, if they give us money, what, well, not give us money, give us money to give to them, what will they get? Money. No, a star. No. <laughs> no, a star. Yeah. A yeah, star. We, we want them to be a... Superstar. That's yeah. Right. Be a Candle Night star. We, uh, we did this campaign last year, you may remember, where we... Uh, yeah. Raised Everybody should be a superstar. That's right. And we raised money for a, a, a great organization in this yes, state we that was do, in need. we do, we do, we do, we do. And so we're doing it again this we year. We do, we do, we do, we do. All right. And who are we raising for this year, Sid? So this year, we are asking you to be a Candle Night star for the Women's Health Center of West Virginia. They are the last place in, the, in our state, our state of West Virginia, that provides the full range of reproductive health services. So... 
not only will they provide gynecologic exams and uh, family planning, you know, contraception services, uh, counseling, they provide uh, pregnancy support if that is what you choose, and they also will provide abortion services if that is the choice that you've decided to make. All of this is available to you from a nonprofit organization. They don't turn you away. They will work with you to make sure that you receive the services you need, uh, no matter what your financial status is. And because of that, they depend on donations to keep them afloat. Um, it's a wonderful organization. And like I said, it's the last one in our state. Uh, in case um, you may not have heard, but the state of West Virginia in the last election passed an amendment that severely limits uh, the rights of people in our state to receive certain essential health services uh, in, in uh, and be paid for by the state. Basically, they this amendment said our state Medicaid does not have to pay. There is no there is no right, right. Uh, you know, innate for for us to have these services paid for. Um, specifically targeting abortion, but it it can be broadly applied to other essential health services. This has not happened yet, but Medicaid has this ability. And so uh, a center like the Women's Health Center in Charleston will be essential moving forward to provide all health services to women uh, and to anyone who may need those services um, because they're going to be, there just is nowhere else in the state where people can receive them. And uh, if you don't have health insurance or if you do rely on Medicaid, uh, your ability to access all your reproductive freedom may be severely limited in this state very soon. Wow. That's a, yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a good, good, good cause. It's time of year, giving time of year. It's the can candle nights, middle darkness season. This is, if you're, if you're looking for a, a, a good deed, this is, this is it. <laughs> That's right. And if you will donate to our GoFundMe, uh, just $5. If you have more to give, that's awesome. Of course, they need whatever you've got. But if, if you will give us at least 5 bucks, uh, we will put your name on a star and it will be displayed on the Candle Night stage. Just like last year, we did the same thing. I don't think we'll do the giant banner again. <laughs> you mean we're not going to super glue things and scar the stage forever probably nope i i think we're probably gonna go for more of a garland effect but <laughs> we, get, we <laughs> but got we, away with that last time though you know. your name will be on a star uh and it will be on the candle night stage if you if you donate as little as five dollars but whatever you have if you if you can't donate share it on social yes. media um that would be great just to spread the word and uh, and we appreciate anything you can do, it, whether it's sharing it or donating anything. It really helps this organization out. Um, they they rely on this. This is like I said, they're a nonprofit. This is how they how they function. So go to our GoFundMe. Um, it's the the Candle Night Star campaign on GoFundMe. And uh, like I said, just you know whatever you've got to donate would be amazing it's a it's a good present too to buy somebody get get them, that's right get them a star donate something in their name uh so charlie come back here and tell everybody what do we want people to do shaka shaka boom boom okay shaka uh, shaka boom boom yes always but what else be a star yeah, be a job. star, be a candle night star, and uh, help out needy people in the in the state of West Virginia. Help out a great organization. Um, 
it's it's a good thing to do it's the right thing to do and if you can share it talk about it and uh and give a few dollars to this to this wonderful uh clinic that is that is doing work that um very few people in this area are still doing so thank you uh check it out and um thank you taylor that thank thank you sid thank you chuck thank you everybody thank that donates and shares thank you charlie you're welcome <laughs> do you want to tell do you want to say goodbye to everybody before we sign off okay i'll I'll say it in a very silly way. Okay, go ahead. All right. Shaka shaka bam bam. Yes, you are so you are just on track for like shock jock radio, right? Yes, this is the this is the hot <laughs> the hot new track. Shaka shaka boom boom. So as we mentioned, uh, Taylor, you brought up the line, "What's the sense in hurt my pride?" Which I think is a rough line uh, because it it calls to the idea that like, hey, listen. I'm going to look bad to my buddies. My if, bros. Yeah, if you don't spend the night, so you better do that so that I can tell my friends about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, that I think that's a problem. And then there is one part in the song, because a lot of people argue that she's kind of being flirtatious. Yeah. Like she's not giving consent, but then there are parts where she's not not giving consent either. It's like she's being kind of obtuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, at one point she says the answer is no. <laughs> that's yeah. the answer is no. That's I mean just that's like no. There it is. <laughs> I mean that's pretty straightforward. There's yeah. no ambiguity with that. Um, and so I think in light uh, like today in the world we live in today, I think it's a lot easier for us to look at a song like this and say, well, this really isn't how we hope people are interacting in romantic you know intimate scenarios Mm -hmm. right like it's it's very easy like to look at it and say that and i think that's why the song gets so much criticism is because um if those things never happened it would be easy to say well it's just a song whatever yeah but like we know that that's not the case right that the answer is no is often not taken as the answer is no right and so these things have to be taken much more seriously yeah oh yeah it's a very like like (laughs) catchy warm package that is holding a little insidious bit of rape culture (laughs) exactly and it's and i the counter argument is usually like it in the time which i think is something that it's worth talking about like in the time that the song is set and was written it would be unacceptable for a woman to want to stay right to want to have to have sex or whatever whatever activities they're going to engage in if she if she stays over, uh, it would be unacceptable for that to happen because then, you know, society would label her all kinds of nasty things and she would be shunned and she would look bad and her reputation would be harmed. Yeah. So that many people have argued like she wants to stay, but she can't because of social mores. And he's trying to encourage her to like embrace her sexual liberation and it's not against her will because her will is that she wants to stay she just doesn't feel like she can because of the society she lives in and that's all well and good but for whatever reason she doesn't want to whether it's her society or her maiden aunt or whatever she doesn't want to stay so don't make her yeah (laughs) i mean i get all that yeah well and it's hard it's hard to even make that argument when it's like but then He's pushing the, the the issue of like, but don't hurt my pride. Like, 
Yeah. You know, he. I don't think his goal here is her sexual liberation. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I, th- I think that I think that all those things can be taken into consideration. And I think like and you can still come to the same conclusion that eh, the song's oh, kind of gross. Yeah. And and for that reason, I personally now have trouble enjoying it, yeah. even though I do. I do think, like you said, Tay, it's, it's a catchy song. Um, I've seen like the the gender swap done on it mm-hmm. uh, as if yeah. that makes it better. It doesn't. Still no. the same words. Yeah. yeah. It, um, it doesn't really help. I mean, I don't I, know. I, I guess it highlights that that, you know, pressuring people into sexual situations can happen on on all combinations of individuals so cool right like if we're if we say context is that important in the time it was written to read that much into a song then context should be just as important in the time it is being played now sure like a lot of things were acceptable and okay when this song was written however many decades ago that aren't okay now Mm mm-hmm and we have done away with those because we realize culture is different. Like, this is just another one that, like, okay, maybe people didn't think this meant anything bad. Maybe people were okay with this type of behavior or let it slide or didn't say anything about it 50 years ago or however long ago this was written. But, like, it is a different time. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. different century. Well, and there's there's so much holiday, seasonal wintertime christmas what have you music yeah. it's not like but if you take this away what will we have <laughs> we have no other songs you still have mariah carey <laughs> yeah you know you know what the wonderful thing about all, all i want for christmas is you it's there's there's no lines in there that like might be misconstrued as coercion at the date rape you know so <laughs> there are other good <laughs> things about that song but yeah given yeah. this small, like, this, this, small but this is <laughs> yes but on this test it, it does pass <laughs> in the venn diagram of songs that are both christmas songs and kind of rapey there's only really one that is <laughs> yeah. in the middle of that do you all know how long ago this song was first written like the 40s 1944 all right. That's, yeah. that's a long song. time ago. And and I think right. I think part of what adds to it is like the tradition of this song. There there have been many like different duos who have sung it over time. But like the old the old some of the old standards involved like an older guy mm-hmm. l- like kind of an old like established like standards guy yeah. who was already kind of famous and like a big deal. Yeah. And some like young ingenue as his counterpart, which is I think makes it worse yeah you know and i i think that's kind of written into it too um maybe not like intentionally but now right. now that is how you see it yeah um all that being said I, I would like to say first of all while some radio stations have decided not to play it which is very true mm-hmm. that is that is true some radio stations have said you know what this song just has it's just too problematic we're not going to play it there's lots of other christmas music there's lots of other holiday music there's lots of other songs about it being cold we don't need this song about it being cold um let's do away with it it hasn't been like banned by the government i always see that like i feel like that especially on the alt-right they like to like inflame i don't know old people on fox news with this kind of stuff like they're taking away your song they banned it (laughs) It's the war on Christmas. <laughs> it's well, yeah, and like, first of all, no, nobody, nobody banned the nobody song. You're not gonna get arrested. War on Christmas. No, you're not oh, gonna get arrested for playing it. If you if you really love it that much, listen to it. 
that's yes, of course. I, I and I would not be in support of banning music because yeah. if for no other reason, if the government can ban songs that are offensive, look who's in the government right now. Yeah. Really? <laughs> so I, I mean, that's a that's a terrifying prospect, which is why we don't do that. And on that same note. If you thought, if you were confused and thought our government passed a law banning the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside, <laughs> did you really think Donald Trump had a problem with this song? Yeah. It's just a weird fact. This is the only Christmas song that they're allowed to play in the White House right now. <laughs> yeah. Sit on loop. Well, they're all rocking around their blood red Christmas trees. They're playing <laughs> Baby, It's Cold Outside. It's just, they're just, he's singing Baby, It's Cold Outside, both parts to himself over and over again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, Eric and Don Jr. are screaming about their hippopotamuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mommy is and very confused. She just hides amongst the red trees. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Ivanka's doing. <laughs> She's there, though. She's there. You are part of it, Ivanka. You can pretend like you're not, but you are. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So that's that. The government isn't banning the song, and nor should they, or any song. Yeah. Please. Well, but... And, and- as said, and as you pointed out, that so there are some popular viral rewrites of this song, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, people have rewritten it to try to make it like a song about consent, like, like a little, like a little PSA almost. Yes. Yeah. Not she's like, like I, I really can't stay, and he's like, okay, go home. <laughs> more or less. I mean, like that. I mean, yeah. like those aren't the words, but more yeah. or less, that's go home. Yeah. yeah. Please go outside, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, which is good. I think that's good. And if that's, if you want a way to listen to it, but it, it, it creeps you out, there you go. I would argue that I don't think we need a song about how not to uh, assault somebody during inclement weather. But I don't know. I have very little faith in the world these days. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it, I listened to it and here was, here is my thing. This is my take on it. First of all, I didn't need the song in my life that badly that I have to have this version of have it. To ha- yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just, it's kind of like when you find like a sugar-free version of a food you never really liked. For and me, you, it's like yeah. gummy bears. It's like those sugar-free gummy bears that'll give you diarrhea. Yeah. Well, I don't like gummy bears that much, so I'm certainly not going to eat sugar-free ones. Right. So I don't need the sugar-free version of this song to feel better because mm-hmm. I don't like it that much. Um, but I just think you don't, there are some things you don't need to write a song about. Not everything needs to have a song and it can still be incredibly important and worth talking about, but not in song. For instance, I think vaccines are incredibly important and I talk about them a lot. I do not believe a song parody (laughs) (laughs) of an inappropriate Christmas song would be the best way for me to get that message across. Yeah. I think it opens the door for people to poke fun at the subject more so than take it seriously. Yeah, let's not right. make light of it. Let's just say I would rather not listen to that song because it yeah. it kind of makes it sound like he's trying to get her liquored up and take yeah. advantage of her. And I don't like that. And I've seen plenty of versions of this song where people have tried to change like a few of the lines, like leave most of it the same, but mm-hmm. maybe change the one about what's in this drink, maybe change the one about what's the sense and hurting my pride and publish that. And that's uh, that's different, I think. That's maybe, like, I don't know, that's th- closer at, like, trying to make well, a song people will enjoy. But when you're just changing the entire thing to... Yeah. I don't know. It's it, that, That's hard because then, you, then you're, what you're treading into there, it's like another... There is a song that I do enjoy 
that that is problematic and that's Tay, have you heard fairy tale of new york yep yeah uh, I, that that was I I loved that one and then I but I never really like listened to all the lyrics and then you do go ah oh, crap that's a I've never heard this song so th- this is a song that it's in um the reason I had I had never heard it until I watched the Christmas special of Very Murray Christmas mm. the Bill Murray Christmas thing mm-hmm. I love that it's good I, I love that Christmas special it's just perfect it's my, it's my it's I don't know that or Pee Wee Pee Wee's Christmas special I don't know one of the two I love those but anyway I I'd never heard it and I really loved it when I heard it on the sh- on the show yeah. they leave out the second verse when they sing it on the show and the reason they leave out the second verse is that they use a pretty horrific uh slur homophobic slur mm-hmm. in the second vo- verse of the song um and there have been, I think, similar to Baby It's Cold Outside, a lot of people who have come to its defense saying, like, it meant something different in the time mm-hmm. they were writing it. They weren't using it that way. They were saying it this way. And yeah. this is what it meant. And blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. You yeah. can't. I mean, I would certainly never use that that yeah. slur. And I would not. I, do, I don't enjoy hearing it. Yeah. And the first time I, like, downloaded the full version of the song and listened to it, I was like, oh, 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 whoa, what, 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 did they, did they say what I think they said? Yeah. Um, so, like, I think the first, like, the, the original version I heard of that song that just, like, conveniently left out the second verse, I was glad that existed because mm-hmm. I really love the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Just, you know. That's it's a t- so I can see that I can, yeah. maybe if somebody felt like I really love maybe it's cold outside and I really want this song to exist right. melodically but I'm gonna change the words so that it's not so bad yeah yeah I don't know I just don't feel that passionately about maybe it's cold outside oh, I guess either. yeah I guess that that's that's where I come down on it's like you know uh, do I do I like it no I mean do I get why people like it yes it's catchy do the, the lyrics make me go yeah i could do without this for forever that's fine too so you know i think it's there are enough christmas songs out there there are enough seasonal songs if radio stations want not to play it great you know yeah because because you're kind of assaulted by the radio station you know you can't make that choice ne- choice necessarily when your music's playing in your grocery store mm-hmm. what you choose to listen to is up to you yeah it, for sure and that's what yeah i i wouldn't put it on a christmas mix i wouldn't you know, no, I, wouldn't I wouldn't play either. it at a party. Um, but I mean, if you want to listen to it in the privacy of your own home. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I think I think it's like idea. anything else, though. If you are, I think it's a good opportunity for a conversation with people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. here's the problem with this song. I think especially younger people. Yeah. I mean, my my kids are not of an age where I'm going to strike up a conversation with them Charlie. about this. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about Baby It's Cool. That's <laughs> yeah. But like when they get to that age, like I would I would if that song came on, I'd say, uh, I know this sounds catchy. Let me tell you why this song. These, there are some problems in this song. Yeah, I think you know if it's going to be out there, you should talk about why it's a problem. Well, yeah. I, I think that's the the big difference, especially bringing up the the Pogue song, the uh, Fairy Tale of New York. It's like it's it's easy to say, yo, this word is a really bad word and it's not okay to use. And this song was maybe written by a band from a place where this was language that they use that still doesn't make it okay. But it's a word that we can all understand. Maybe it's cold outside is kind of insidious. Like it's like there's yeah. a underlying <laughs> message to it that's said in a lot of little ways. So it's I think that's why it's there are lots of songs out there that have words in them that I'm like, oh, you know, radio edit, please. I don't want to hear that word. And we do that and they're out there. It's different when it's like literally the the idea behind the song is right. Yeah. Gross. No, I yeah. think I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, 
Did we cover all of the Christmas songs we needed to <laughs> to talk about? Well, the one we didn't talk about, uh, and I, I had to introduce you guys to this game. I'm I'm sure there are people out <laughs> uh, there playing it. Uh, what is it? The Whamageddon? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and it's it's you you stay in the game as long as you can go from December first to midnight on the twenty fourth without hearing Wham's hit. Is it a hit? <laughs> I don't know. It's a hit. Last Christmas. <laughs> Uh, Christmas. Okay, it doesn't count if someone sings it at you. It has to be the original recording. So you did not just take me out of the game because I am still in the game. Well, I am not Wham. What if I trick trick everyone and I play less than 10 seconds of this song somewhere in our episode? Uh oh. Uh oh. Don't do that. Don't do Uh that. That's mean. (laughs) Do it because I won't listen. I mean, I'm not going to listen to the episode. Do it. Um, I I have been out of this game since December first when I played Christmas music and yeah. was was doing some Christmassy I, stuff on December first, and that was one of the first songs that came on on our uh, Christmas playlist. I'm pretty sure I've been out probably since December first as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. Netflix came out or not Netflix? Uh, Spotify did their like Christmas hits playlist, and I think it's actually right after All I Want for Christmas Is You. But they they clearly were out for blood in the Whamageddon this year. Because that there was, I clicked that on. I was like, I want to listen to holiday music, and then I looked like, no, like <laughs> to the computer, shut it. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, uh, I am embarrassed to say a song that I have realized, like I used to listen to, and now I've realized, like, is kind of a kind of an offensive song too. Is the Band Aid song? The Band Aid song. Band Aid song. The one that all those all those people wrote, all those musical stars. Wrote to raise oh. money for hunger to fight hunger. You mean do in they Africa. know it's Christmas? Yes, because yes, they know it's Christmas. <laughs> they might not celebrate Christmas. That sounds yeah. kind of ridiculous. I mean, like, but they know what month it is, and they know what date. It, what are you even talking about? Uh, that's what would solve all the problems of the world if we all just had Christmas. Like that's a really offensive thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i used and i mean that's a song i used to think was kind of catchy and there have been times in my life where maybe like i was pregnant you and i heard it and i started it. crying because i was overly emotional and i went this i'm so lucky and i feel so bad but uh it's an offensive song yes yes they know it's christmas but maybe they don't care <laughs> Or maybe they do care, but they do know it's Christmas. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Sydney, is that going to be your your comparative follow-up? Yes, they know it's Christmas. They just don't care. (laughs) Well, like, how ethnocentric, how ignorant do you have to be to think, like, they don't even have calendars? What is that? (laughs) They have no concept of time. (laughs) I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, you think America cornered the market on calendars? On what month it is? On the date? (laughs) On knowing when when holidays happen, we're the only ones that know. All Christmas, no, just stop like (laughs) bombing us and stuff. That'd be cool. (sighs) Well, all right, we've done it. We've done all of the Christmas, Uh, yeah, music. I think I think we handled holiday music. That was good. (laughs) The next episode we put up will go up on Christmas Day. Oh wow! Oh, we'll be all in the same place. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. will. And we have uh, candle nights in between then and now. We do. We haven't talked about it a lot on the show because while we will be there and performing at candle nights, it's it's sold out. So that yeah. seems like a weird thing to 
Yeah. But um, celebrate at I home. Said. Celebrate yeah. along at home. And then um, we'll, all those episodes we'll, we'll share. We'll have an episode from yeah. that. Um, that'll be exciting. Uh, and, uh, you know, listen to the Christmas or holiday or seasonal or whatever just music you enjoy this time yeah. of year. Like, it doesn't even have to be seasonal. If you want to listen to summer jams. Listen to some JB. Yeah. On Christmas, do it. Like sports jams. If sure. you love sports jams. Remember sure. that CD they used to sell, like the uh-huh. sports jams one? If, if that's what you want to listen to, listen to that. Some kids bop. Uh, kids bop. If, if you want to like have a dark look into mm. your, your true self, you can download your, your Spotify top listens of 2018. <laughs> I did that. And <laughs> I like to think I have good taste in music and that I, I listen to decent music. And then when I look at that, it's just like, oh, man, I listen to, like, a, a lot of Carly Rae Jepsen. Like, <laughs> you get, like, two-thirds down, and it's like, oh, cool indie rock, like, you know, hardcore. But all up top, it's all just, like, just bad pop punk and bad diva f- hits. It's, That's, yeah. Mine would just be from Charlie, so it would be, like, Carly Rae Jepsen and The Night Begins to Shine from that one episode of Teen Titans Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would just be that over and over again. Um, but uh, that's you listen to whatever music makes you feel good and happy and safe yes. this this time of year uh, when we when we celebrate being halfway through the dark. Yes, mid darkness. Like. Mid darkness. Mid darkness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you, sisters. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cheers, Riley. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. Finger guns, Taylor. Tootie did have a have a wonderful holiday season, and um, be safe and take care of yourself and all of your loved ones and liked ones, and whatever. <laughs> and okay, I don't know. Weird. And, <laughs> and meh ones. <laughs> People, you're equivocal on uh, them too. And uh, go check out MaximumFun.org for a lot of wonderful podcasts you would enjoy. You can email us at stillbufferingatmaximumfun.org if you have thoughts or suggestions or questions or comments or topics or whatever. you got to get it off your chest. Email us. Uh, you can tweet at us at stillbuff if you have things you want to say on Twitter instead. And thank you to the novellas <laughs> for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. <laughs> And, and uh, I, I was two. Thought you're gonna miss it again. Yeah, it was exactly. Doctor texted. It was mom this time. Yeah, mom. like five seconds left of the podcast. Sid. He kept buzzing. Hello, Maximum Fun. I am Oliver Wong, scholar, journalist, DJ, etc. And I'm Morgan Rode. I'm a music supervisor who loves stilettos. We host Heat Rocks, a music podcast where we talk to influential artists and scholars about the albums that changed their lives. On our most recent episode, we had the chance to talk with none other than R&B legend Macy Gray mm. about one of her favorite albums, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by <laughs> Yeezy. 
We get deep talking about everything from Kanye's college dropout days all the way up to his most recent shenanigans. I just think it's weak, and I don't think he has to do that, and, and I was just disappointed. So make sure you, dear listener, are subscribed because you definitely do not want to miss this conversation. Hate rocks every Thursday right here on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.